Oh, okay. Welcome back. Gosh, it's been a minute. It's been a a little minute. That feels like a long time <laughs> to me. <laughs> Happy new moon, first solar eclipse of the season in Aries. Ooh. Happening near the North Node. My North Node is in Aries. I feel it. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. you're feeling it. I am. Yeah. It's a big one. This yeah. is a big one. Yeah. Side note, I think that's why Elvis, my son, who's ever listening, is sick. Because he gets sick around these, ah, these yeah. um, transitions, things like this. But it's, it's pretty intense. Like... Mm-hmm. If anything, for me, it's just been eye-opening of what's been holding me back. Ah. Yeah, this fiery, pushy energy will <laughs> help you come right? up with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No choice. No <laughs> choice but to view it and see it and decide, all right, do I want to keep this or am I ready to to move forward, you know? Yes. A lot of fire, actually, as I'm thinking about it, a lot of, like, friends and family members have gone into, like, emergency surgeries. Mm-hmm. My vestibular migraines have been not good, <laughs> frequent and intense, um, which is very fiery. So we're feeling that. Yeah, you know, and... I think physically, I always feel these transitions like a week or two before they come. That's mm-hmm. I'm noticing that's how I feel it. And ooh, ooh, my shoulder hurt so bad two weeks ago for like seven days straight. And it, it hurt to a point I hadn't really, I hadn't injured myself, hadn't done anything. Right. And I was like, no, this is spiritual. And I'm like, all right, let me, let me slow down. Let me take a look at this. So for everyone listening, if you've been feeling some physical symptoms or like Jay said, like family members having to, you know, get surgery or getting sick, it's just, it's just the natural part of eclipse season. Well, and Mercury goes retrograde on the yes. 21st. Bless our souls. Bless our souls. I know it. But also I was like, kind of, hmm, like how can I use this to learn and grow, right? What is, that's the name of the game. But Aries is such a like fiery, go, move, do. And then retrograde is like, do the opposite of that. Right. (laughs) Reverse that. So it's like, yes. Yeah. How can we learn to slow down? How can we learn to do less? How can we learn to automate, delegate those kinds of things? How can we space in whatever way is really possible right now? That's wow. I hadn't even thought about that. So true. It's like we're being forced to find some balance, forced to create more reciprocal relationships with our behaviors, you know, the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll tell you one thing that I've been doing. And now that we state this, I realize that's what's happening. Um, I've been really embracing maximizing my peak hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm a morning person. And I can get a lot done before one o'clock. I can get a lot done. And so what I've been focusing on is maximizing those hours. Mm-hmm. And But as soon as I'm ready to decompress, okay, <laughs> I don't care if it's 
four o'clock, six o'clock, yes. seven o'clock, and whatever the time is, it's like, oh, okay, I'm done. So let me make, you know, my evening cup of tea or I'm drinking water or whatever I'm doing, wine, smoothie, how I'm feeling. Let me wash my face. Let me get Elvis going, what we need. And I'm in my pajamas. And if I need to go to bed at eight, I'm going to bed at eight. Yeah. You know, and there's, and I feel obviously more comfortable with it because I've maximized those hours that I know that I can get a lot done so you know calling in the action but also calling in the slowing down yes yes oh yeah I love that and learning what that is for each of us I think for me I'm kind of a morning person in that I wake up early for sure but Mm -hmm. I would say that I cherish that time for myself. I want it to be really slow, like really internal. So that's when I like to do like my meditative practices, journaling, yoga. And then I'm about ready to start work like 9, 30, 10. And then I feel good until about like two, <laughs> like 10 to two, 10 to three. That's like my sweet spot. So if I could just work those hours, um, getting all the things done and then have a slow wind down in the evening, that would be cherry on top. Yes. And you know, the key is, is that we all have different peak hours and different times to decompress. And I think, I know for me, I, I, I internalized like what I felt was the expectation mm. of how we should, you know, work our day and use our time. And, you know, I, I did have the one part being a morning person. I think that's really pushed on people to get up early and do things. Yes. But I could never embrace, like, staying up later to finish up things. Like, mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. I've never been able to do that. And the thing is that we're all different. We're all so different. We all have different jobs. We all have different schedules. But we all have different peak times. Mm-hmm. And I have... One client at the time, she was, she had an OnlyFans, she was running, you know, she was doing great, right? And she felt guilt, one, because of the stigma that comes with any type of sex work, which is, you know, whatever. And then the other is that, well, I feel like I'm not as productive as my peers or like my friends who are in different industries or careers because, you know, they're up at this hour and they're doing this and they're working, they're going to bed at this time and like, you know just she carries so much guilt around mm-hmm. the fact that she couldn't stay within this schedule. And I'm like, honey, who cares? Like, <laughs> throw that out the window. You know, yes. none of your friends are on you. Like, why aren't you up at 10 a.m.? Like, you have only fans. Why would you be up at 10 a.m.? You'd be up when you're ready to be up, you know, and you're still showing up in the other aspects of your life. And so I just want, you know, for us all to remember that, that our our cycles, our systems, our routines are different. And the point is, is to honor you. And that's very Aries. Yes, it is. Yeah, that is very Aries. Yeah. And do what you can to advocate for yourself, because I'm thinking of so many people who um, work for a company where you have to be there at a certain time until a certain time. I mean, I am experiencing that right now myself. So, um, 
do what you can to schedule, you know, project work or heavy work or meetings at those peak hours. So maybe you have to be there by 9am and you don't feel great until 11. So have those first two hours for you to kind of get your day set if you can, and then schedule like meetings and kind of ramp up, for example, or schedule them in the afternoon if you're more on during that time. So there's always ways to tweak it and find solutions, even when it feels really good. Yes, it's, um, I'm finding myself in this place. I'm like, all right, when have, how have I extended victim mentality in my life? Like, where have I sat in it too long? And where can I be more solution focused and advocate for myself? Most of the time, it's to myself. Yes, but you know that it, it's like all right. Instead of me, no, I can't fix everything. So like, no, you can't change everything in your schedule if someone else has an impact on making your schedule. Right. But I'm sure there are some spaces, some room where you can advocate for yourself or make a suggestion to just speak up. To just try mm-hmm. to take the risk of rejection, to have the courage yes. to move past the fear because you care more about yourself than you do about your fear. I think that's the key. You know, yes, you might get rejected. Yes, someone might say, no, we can't do that. That's stupid. But at least you try it. Yes. You know, and you just got to keep trying. You just got to keep pushing for yourself, you know, for you. Yes. And remember that you are an asset (laughs) wherever you're working. Like I just finished a course in um, staff development and supervision. So it's like very present for me to be like, you can say no to things. You do not have to do things that are outside of what was required on your job description. You can look for new jobs. You can ask for accommodations in your current job. Like these are all possibilities that we aren't always told about and often forget about when we're in survival mode. And those things are available to you, have to be made available to you. Um, And just remember that, like if it's not working for you, keep looking for alternative solutions. If whether that's inside that company or outside of that company, like nothing is worth your well-being at the end of the day. And it's so easy to get caught up in like, oh, I got to get this thing done or they, whatever the politics and the, all the stuff that happens in a work environment. Nothing is more important than your well-being. It just isn't. And if a company is saying, yeah, this, this project is worth more than your well-being or they demonstrate that with their actions, you maybe want to start looking for a new spot. Yeah, yeah. You for sure want to start looking, all right, for something new because nothing is worth your well-being and nothing is worth having your your mind. Like, you know, because when you're in a place and you feel like you've lost your mind (laughs) and you, you feel disoriented, you know, you don't know what's real, you don't know what's fake, you don't know what decisions to make, I think that is the worst feeling to experience. That yeah. is absolutely the worst feeling to just feel that out of control. Mm-hmm. Nothing is worth being out of your mind. Nothing. Because if you have your mind and you have your health, anything's possible. Absolutely. And anything's if you possible. like 
don't know where to start, but you know it doesn't feel right. We've been mentioning solutions focus. So a really common and easy tool that you can use that in solution focus therapy is the miracle question, which is like, if tomorrow you woke up and all of these stresses and worries were completely gone, right? That was all taken away. What would you do with your day? What would it look like? How would you wake up? What time would you start your day? How would you spend that time? What activities, what people, and then start looking at what that looks like compared to your current days and how you're spending your time and your energy. And you can begin to really clearly see like, oh yeah, there's a lot of values misalignment in these areas, whether it's the people you're spending time around, the way that you're spending your time. Um, And another way that you can look at it is there's a free assessment on VIA, VIA, it's VIA character strengths. Um, They ask you a bunch of questions and then tell you your top five like values or strengths um, based on all the questions you answer. So that can help you understand it too. Like, oh, I really value learning, speaking for myself. That's like one of my top values. I'm a PERMA student, so maybe that's obvious. But if you're in an environment where they don't prioritize learning, they don't prioritize training, they don't prioritize like you're continuing growth at that place, it's not going to be a good fit for me. If everybody's just cool with the status quo and they're like, yeah, I don't know how to do that, but I don't really care. That's not going to work for me. So just knowing yourself um, and knowing what you value can really help you find what's not a good fit and then what will be a good fit. Mm, Once again, on brand, very (laughs) on brand. Wow. Learning yourself, making things about yourself embracing the beauty and and being like self-centered in a divine way you know because when you advocate for yourself all of a sudden the people around you learn how to advocate for themselves and then all of a sudden you're surrounded by happier people which is nice (laughs) yeah and then all those like to be surrounded by (laughs) happier people you know And when we're taking care of ourselves, that's when those higher order values come out, like generosity, cooperativity, tolerance, open-mindedness, all of those things. Creativity, patience, compassion. It's so much easier when you're rested or you took time to eat lunch. Or on the weekend, you made sure you got that extra nap or that you went and did something that brings you joy, you know. Or you just told your loved one, I don't know if I want to go anywhere this weekend, but let's 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 have a good time in the house. Yes. You know, like just speaking up for how you're feeling, it is life changing in all the right ways. I know some of our problems feel so big, so it feels like the solutions have to be so big. Right. But in actuality, a lot of the solutions are pretty small and you can incorporate on a daily basis. Yes, it takes time. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. You know, it doesn't happen overnight mm-hmm. by going to bed. You don't go to bed early one night and then it's going to fix everything. You'll feel a little better the next day, but it's like you have to repeat it. <laughs> Keep yes, repeating yes. it. Repeating it. <laughs> Until finally you really will notice the difference. So I know the big problems can feel so overwhelming. It's like, well, I have to have a huge solution for this. Right. You know, but maybe it's just taking the, the quiz, the test that you, you mentioned about online. Just mm-hmm. like maybe that's, the, you know, the step in the right direction. Yes. Of making it. 
you know? And like perfectionism is for sure like this beast that we come up against, right? Like we see where we want to be and we're like, oh, that's so far away. It's going to be so much work. Just like you were saying, like big problem needs a big solution. But sometimes even just taking that first step can give you momentum and excitement and hope. Like I heard recently on like a slow living podcast, it's called the tortoise. Um, about like the 1%, she was following like the 1% rule, which was like 1% of your day. Like how can you take 1% of your day and align that with the best version of yourself? So that's like 10 minutes, spending 10 minutes on something that you know is moving you toward the self you want to be and the life you want to live 10 minutes. And she used that for a year and she was like stuck in a writing funk and she got the whole outline for her book, a book deal. And now she's like almost done writing it just in like 10 minute increments. So those small baby steps can take you really far. They work. I think I'm positive. That's why Parks Holistic Health is here. Just yeah. still here. <laughs> yeah. It's just from the 1%. It's like, you know, I'm just going to give what I can today. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's going to be enough or it's not, but either way, I'm going to give what I can. Yeah. You know, and I've had to practice being detached yeah. from my outcomes. It is a practice. It's not something that comes overnight, but I think when you can just call your power back in for that 1%, that 10 minutes, for, for just that 10 minutes, you cannot worry about the future and not allow the past to bring you down for just 10 minutes a day. You know, yes. all of a sudden things, things start to move. Yeah. You know? Now I will say for me as well, what helps with this, anyone ready to practice that is I've worked with releasing the fear around not accomplishing certain goals. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm 100% in this, but it doesn't feel as heavy. Like, I always think about, okay, when when I look back on my life, if I don't accomplish certain things, how will I feel? And then I have to begin to work from that place and remind myself that as long as I show up today, you know, I'm fulfilling what I need to fulfill. Yes. If, if I could care for myself, if I could be there for my loved ones and, if I could just show up and try to enjoy life, um, I think it's okay. You know, if I, if I didn't give this lifetime, that's all right. Yeah. You know? And um, it's very freeing to not be so, to not attach my self-worth, my self-value, or, like, my accomplishments just to these external goals, you know. And it helps for the show for that 10 minutes, that 1%. It really does. And like what you just said is so big, especially, I mean, I can't speak to other places, but here, like the societal norms are so outcomes focused, so external focused, so accomplishment focused. So to break away from that can feel like viscerally, like feel like dangerous and scary and like you're going to be abandoned by the tribe. Um, So it takes some time to be with that. Like that's a, it can feel like a really radical thing to start choosing yourself over outcomes, over being a cog in the machine, like being on an assembly line and getting those parts made. Like, yeah, breaking out of that can feel like a lot. 
it's a, it's it's radical. It is, mm-hmm. you know. But I will say, once you find your groove in it, you really feel like you can figure out anything. You know, you're like, okay, well, let's just yes. take it one step at a time. You know, what can I do now? I feel like physically, my phys- my physical practices help me with that. Mm. movement what I'm eating how I'm breathing you know um getting outside more like though I personally find those are the practices that help me to be enough of the moment where I'm not freaking out about outcomes or the future it's not so much um you know like the journaling or meditation or all these different things that can help Right. It supports it, but it's really moving that body, yeah. you know, living life, you know, living, living is what has helped me to not worry about outcomes because I realized that I was like punishing myself mm-hmm. where it was like, well, I can't do this until I have accomplished this. Right. Or like, well, I can't go here. And, and something you don't even notice you're doing it. Right. Until like what you mentioned, like well, if you if all your problems were solved, what would you do? And right. then I think when you do a practice like that, all of a sudden you realize like, wow, I really just been limiting myself. Yeah. For no reason. Like, yeah. I deserve to put my feet in the grass every day if I want to. Yes. All this grass outside. Why would I not take time? Yeah. But I was at one point my mind is like, well, I don't deserve to take the time out for that because I haven't accomplished so and so, this and that, or whatever. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, okay, whatever outcomes, I'm putting my toes in the grass. <laughs> yes. That's so good, and that's such a powerful practice to keep checking in with it and kind of questioning if we're attaching certain things that we need to be well to outcomes, like conditional on outcomes. Because I think sometimes what I found is like. I got what I needed from the journey and I don't even care about the outcome anymore and, or like things change for me and that isn't important to me anymore. (laughs) So sometimes we're hanging on to these like goals and specific outcomes that don't matter to us anymore. They're like outdated, outmoded, needed to be updated, upgraded. So that's an important thing is to keep checking in on habits, routines, goals, um, to see if they even matter to you anymore. Mm. We can hold on to that old identity. Yep. And um, we're all changing so rapidly now, you mm-hmm. know. It's, it's fast. It's very fast the way we are growing and changing and ascending. And you do have to take a moment, take inventory of what fits, what doesn't. Are you still approaching things based on who you were in the past? Have you truly embraced who you are now? Mm-hmm. You know, but you go to go deeper, it's like deciding that you don't have to perform, you don't have to accomplish things to take up space for yourself. Mm-hmm. I know that was a belief I had. Like, I have to accomplish things, I have to perform, I have to have done certain things before mm-hmm. I give myself that much attention. Yeah. And then, and then obviously one day I'm like, that's backwards. That is backwards. <laughs> <For me> to <laughs> accomplish the things that I want, I'm going to need to give myself the attention. But right. that's how I felt. I just felt like I didn't deserve it if I hadn't accomplished certain things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. 
check in with yourself, you know? Right. Yeah. So common. Lots of wisdom, lots of good nuggets, uh, as usual. When I'm in the presence of Tony, it just flows. You gave some good tools, too. Mm. So good. This was very good, very on brand. It's an intense time, but I think we discussed a lot of practices, a lot of ideas that will help us all come out of this this time of divine destruction, you yeah. know, let it destroy what needs to go and come out of this feeling a new, yeah. brand new. Yeah. It's trying to be more on brand than that. And especially seasonally, that's what spring is all about. Yep. Yep. We're getting it done. Let the um, are, you, <laughs> are you doing anything to celebrate? Hmm. Just practices to keep me grounded. Um, Sometimes Eclipse energy can be really ungrounded. So um, I just focus on emotionally, especially grounding myself and giving myself more space than I might normally uh, to do things, to process, to breathe. Um, Yeah, keep it simple. Beautiful. I did, um, before this call, I did uh, yoga. It was root and solar plexus. Mm. I've been doing, uh, I'm starting to follow a young lady on YouTube, Yoga with Nico, and it's great. She does it for the moon cycles, and she did one for a solar eclipse. That's awesome. And I will say afterwards, when I was done, I was like, God, I feel fierce. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I can't on anything. Um, so I'm really showing up for uh, myself physically during this time period, just grounding myself. Just like you said, this is time for grounding, mm-hmm. you know, taking it one step at a time, deep breaths, big breaths. I've really been focusing on my breathing, how I'm breathing throughout my day. And I'm nourishing myself, making sure I'm, I'm giving extra nourishment yeah. for my body. Since I had that shoulder thing, I'm like, all right, Ooh. I got to take care of little bit extra um and then uh you know newsletters coming out doing a moon circle and and yeah yeah that's that's all I'm doing keep doing what you're doing and true moving into Taurus season you just keep trudging along (laughs) doing it (laughs) and for me I guys I'm not very active right now on any of the social medias um but you can always reach out to me at JD Ingles on Instagram. I will get back to you. Um, you can also email me, jdingles at gmail.com. Tony is parksholistichealth at gmail.com. I highly recommend signing up for her newsletter. Just if you're looking for a place to start, a place to find some resources and some love and support, it's an amazing resource. Um, So check that out. And always, you can always reach out to us and share what's up for you. If this resonated for you, if you want us to cover anything that you felt like, actually, I'm feeling this way and you didn't talk about it. Let us know. We're happy to do that. That's kind of where we thrive is in helping and supporting. So um, feel free to do that. And hopefully you have a calm, maybe not so eventful eclipse. I'll hope for you. (laughs) If it is eventful, it's taking you where you need to go. And um I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.